Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And i uh, got to personally thank you. Because you know I was off YouTube and a lot of our sites here for about a day and a half, and I've never done that before. And It's because I was fighting whatever I'm fighting. I'm still not out of the woods, but I'm a lot better. But thank you for all your well wishes. It's much appreciated. You have arrived at the Doug and Dave Intel Report via the Common Sense Show, and we have a really good show for you. If I were to give this a title now, I would say it's a story of the old New World Order versus the new World Order. I want to give Doug Thornton credit for saying that this morning, but here's the ironic thing. 14 years ago when I was on RBN, I was appearing on some of their shows like John Moore, and this was a phrase I was using, and John McCain and Sarah Palin were part of the new World Order They got crushed. Now it's taking a different form, and that's what we're going to explore on today's show, before we go to Wrecker, a.k.a. Doug Thornton, we're going to basically remind you, <laughs> do you like bugs? <laughs> do you like starvation? Do you like fake lab meat? Well, I think you better grab as much storable food as you can while you can. And you go to preparewithdave.com. You know the details. You've heard me talk about it for years. But if you don't, if you go to the website, they have everything there, and they have sales on one, three, and 12-month packages. You know, if I could, I'd buy 10 years' worth. This is how bad it's going to get. And then, of course, you're going to need to scavenge for water. So they say three is two, and two is one, one is none. So you better grab water filtration while you can, waterwithdave.com for the Alexa Pure Pro water filter prices have not been raised by these two companies, and they both have specials. I don't know how they're doing it, but they are. And so we highly recommend going there. Finally, I just closed a deal a couple days ago in my bad health, I should say. <laughs> Actually, it was Monday when I was just starting to feel sick. And I uh, closed a deal with Noble Gold. Um, asset diversification is what this came under, and I'm telling you, things are changing. And if you leave your money in the bank exclusively, well, don't leave anything there you can't afford to lose. Okay, It's like leaving your car wide open and leaving a bag of cash in the back seat. That's what you're risking. So you really need to call Noble Gold at 877-646-5347, and you can tell them. Dave Hodges said, hey, how do I protect my savings? How do I protect my nest egg? You don't have to be a millionaire. How do I do all that? Well, they have the answers. 877-646-5347. Or you can have them send free material at goldbeforelate.com. That's goldbeforelate.com. Those are our three sponsors for the show. And just as a reminder, we turned down a lot of advertising. This is stuff I think you agree that we're probably going to need. I don't say probably. We're already there. We're already there. It's it's two minutes to midnight, folks. And the World Economic Forum is kicking our backside. Doug, welcome to the show. we got a lot to cover. So the old world order versus the new world order. I, I almost fell out of my chair when you said that. Well, that is <clears throat> that appears to be the latest narrative of the day, right? You know, it, it seems like we're getting tired of the Ukrainian-Russian conflict. People are getting tired of COVID. People are getting tired of, you know, the 
the protests and the freedom rallies. You won't get tired whenever you don't have food, though. And you're not going to get tired whenever the governments of the world decide that you can't have cash anymore and that you're going to have a digital currency that they do say at the World Economic Forum this year that they will be able to monitor every single transaction. We have to understand what I have been surmising in my mind with this is that we are seeing the the elements of we are seeing the priest of and the technicians for the development of the beast system and I don't care which realm it is that you live in in reality you cannot deny what is happening in front of us right now now real quick I want to play everybody just a very short snippet from the beginning stages of the World Economic Forum. Please listen. Highnesses, Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, a very, very good morning on what is the first official day of World Government Summit here at Dubai <laughs> Expo 2020. World Government. World Government. Of this session, are we ready for new world order. Well, the organizers here are nothing if not ambitious. This is, I think you will agree, a daunting subject for discussion at just after 9 a.m. on a Wednesday morning here in the relative calm of Expo 2020. But tackle it, we must, because I believe what is clear is that we have hit an inflection point. We are certainly living in a unique age of uncertainty and volatility in global affairs. Whether you are from the global north or the global south, we have all collectively lived through the twilight zone that was the pandemic and the changes to our social, our digital and our fiscal landscape that COVID-19 wrought. And just as the world re-emerges from the pandemic, we are faced with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which certainly feels like a transformative geopolitical moment. Coming as that does, against so I have a question, Doug. What she said 2020, going? but she said the invasion of Russia into Ukraine. Uh, obviously, that didn't start until February of 2022. Yeah, I think what she's talking about is the uh, the 2020 COVID uh, lockdown that happened. Because it, <clears throat> what's interesting about this is that you know it's 2022, but they're trying to drag up stuff from 2020. But here's the thing that I find interesting: notice how the global government summit, all right. I don't need to write this out in sparklers for you, ladies and gentlemen. The Global Government Summit. That is your new world order, okay? But there are there are two differences here. You have a new world order and a old world order. When Jamie Walden and I were doing an interview not too long ago, we were discussing what it looked like between the different world orders. And I find it, you know, relatively interesting that one world order was the the old school Babylonian, you know, Satanists and, and the uh and all the other stuff that's happening. And how would you say this, Dave? They're, they still have very similar parallels, right? But what we have is the the old hidden rights uh, the old age occultism, and they are fighting a war against the new age occultism. Now, the old age occultism is your Babylonian gods, your paganistic gods, your uh, heathenistic acts, uh, you know, that we see carried out throughout the Bible. <clears throat> However, what I believe, and I think some others uh, within our group may 
discern as well is that the new age are the technocratic, the technologically elite tyrants that are going to be coming, where they're going to introduce a new god. They're going to introduce a new level of worship. And along with that comes a new form of taxes. Along with that comes new levels of distribution of the economy so that they can control it. That's the key right there. And these people within the World Economic Forum, they are the plank holders Mm -hmm. for this next kingdom. Now, you got to understand, they already said it right there. They divided the world in half. The people from the north and the people from the south. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, very good pickup, Doug. Go ahead and explain that. I know exactly where you're going with this. Well, if you look at the the equator, I guess you could say, they are segmenting the world so that how how would you put this? When you divide the world in kingdoms and in quadrants, the hemispheres, the equator, they are already taking out people that they're more or less taking away authority from people who say this was our sanctified authority over this continent over these countries they're taking those authorities away from people and saying no it all belongs to the world and the world has just been divided in half but dave that really has more to do with corporations now than it does kingdoms and ethnos i'm gonna give it to you man oh man oh man you have nailed it there was a book written by the co-founder of the Trilateral Commission, Zygmunt Brzezinski, and published in 1970. And he was the co-founder, like I said, of the Trilateral Commission with David Rockefeller. And they dominated the Carter administration. They uh, tried to assassinate Reagan when he wouldn't go along. And then the second term, they made Reagan ineffective with their cabinet members. Trilaterals. And this is where Pat Wood comes in, trilaterals over Washington. And Pat evolved into the technocratic control of the world. Now, let me tell you what Brzezinski said in 1970. He said the haves were largely northern hemisphere nations. The have-nots were largely southern hemisphere nations. Now, I would have to throw Russia into the southern part of this today because that's where the division is. But what uh, Brzezinski said was... We are going to watch the rise of multinational corporations like we have never seen, and they will go to cheap labor markets. We've sold as many TVs in the North as we're going to. We need to give these people an industrial base where they can afford a standard of living, and the Americans and the Europeans will suffer a decrease in standard of living, but we'll cover it up with things like inflation. So they won't recognize they're really losing money because they'll make a little more, but they'll lose buying power. And that was the essence of that book. Uh, it's called The Technotronic Era. Um, and it just, wow, you nailed it right there. That was 1970. Uh, I want to go forward to one more thing. And that was what we talked about on air uh, before we came on air. 2008, I had kind of figured this out about the presidential election. John McCain, who, by the way, at the time I was embroiled in a big dispute with because he was trying to steal my land and my neighbors, um, but John McCain chose Sarah Palin to be his vice president. Why would he do that? Because Sarah Palin was sitting on all these Alaskan oil reserves that previous administrations would not let them develop. And George Bush was a rhino, doing exactly what Clinton had done before him. And John McCain says, no, no, we want to make uh, energy independence. He really thought the way that he could endure endure himself to people was to raise the American standard of living. His methods were actually fairly pure, except he's a criminal. And um, Sarah Palin was part of it. So was Sitco, the oil company. China was part of his base, Venezuela and other Latin American countries, and he was going against the old world order, as you say, and that's exactly the phrase I used 14 years ago, uh, and that would be the seven sisters of oil, Exxon, B, you know, BP, uh, Standard, um, and this was the, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. Uh, Obama was in their camp, and they crushed McCain, crushed him in the election. 
and that was the first time that this appeared. I think to go forward to today, you have gold-backed currencies forming. It'll be all of Latin America before much longer. Mexico will be a silver currency leader. More on that at a different time. But it'll be Latin America, Russia, India. If Pakistan can be stabilized, it'll be Pakistan as well. Um, all the stands, you know, like uh, Katsuskan and so forth, they'll join Russia in this, and they're going to be gold-backed currencies. The digital reset people with digital ID, digital money, where everything's recorded, you have no privacy. Those are the Western so-called democracies, and I believe those are the allegiance that will fight the Third World War. So, anyway, careful if you ask me what I think, because I might tell you. <laughs> well, uh, that's why we're in the midst of this battle right now, and I think part of the... Uh, the way I, I view a lot of these things are distractionary. Um, more importantly, and some people may disagree. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time more importantly than just the transgender epidemic that's in america more importantly than hunter biden's laptop or the war between russia and ukraine it is what is happening at the world economic forum now I have to say that because we have very sinister elitist people who are deciding the fate of everyone in their own countries, but yet you do not have the say. You don't have the say when they turn your power off. You don't have the say when they start to uh, cut down and limit your ability to access the Internet and other free speech platforms. You won't have the ability to say whether or not you enjoy eating the vegetable burgers or the maggot burgers, you won't have a say whenever, you know, hey, ladies, sorry, but you just lost your job to the next latest and greatest woman. It's called a man. You won't have a say in the next war where you become a conscript to fight for the next kingdom. 
because these are kingdom builders Mm -hmm. but they have to destroy the old kingdoms that's what build back better worldwide really stands for you don't have to from what i've seen lately you don't have to break down the barriers of the exterior wall of the castle if you want a new kingdom just replace the rulers and you have a new kingdom you know that's that's the way we're we're headed right now soon we're going to see a woman named Kentaji Brown apparently be selected and approved by the senate she's gaining a lot of popularity gaining popularity in the senate for the confirmation vote uh, to becoming the next supreme court now i hope and pray that we all can come together and pray against this this evil woman however part of this building back better part of this new kingdom is not just the new world order versus the old world order but it is the new way of life versus the old way of life eventually they will want to promote not just same-sex marriage but same-sex plus another same-sex marriage it won't be long until soon it'll be four or five men who can adopt one child it won't be long until people will be able to i guess you could say have uh relations with animals and it'd be legal and along comes the real question is when is it that these debauchery people when is it that they finally get to approve what they've always wanted the ability to have sex with children the moment our country approves pedophilia you better take out your umbrellas because it's going to be raining hellfire and if not it deserves it we don't deserve to stand as a foremost empire anymore whenever we willfully do not get out and vote do not get out and protest don't stop the uh the cars from even getting into the capital if we allow this to happen dave we have taken the blood of the innocents and draped it amongst our own necks we as a civilian populace have the ability to stop this these people in in the capital these people around the world for all you that are in other countries listening to me you run your country you put people in power in your country let me let me give you an example just recently there was a lieutenant governor uh, he's african-american man i don't know what state he's from but it was a great speech that he was giving at a church uh and he was preaching against transgenderism and he was openly defying the leftists and saying there are two genders if you want to take my head here it is you can take it but there are two genders and there will always be two genders and there will only be two genders and i thought it was great people were standing people were applauding it appeared to be a uh, a mainly black church african-american church and i thought you know what that's great man finally someone gets it but let's be a little honest here for a second okay let's talk about votes if i were there i would ask this and i would do this to any church doesn't mean a black church any church white church hispanic church purple haired church i don't care but i would like to see a vote of how many of the parishioners sitting in the pews raise your hand if you're a democrat because more than likely it'll be half of them and then all you have to say is good all the things that you see wrong in this country right now the transgenderism the rise in crime the now open borders from the taking away of title 42 thanks biden all the debaucheries we see from the abortion clinics the satanic temples almost all of this stuff that men call good and evil and evil good are coming from one democratic party now if you go into the epstein island there are plenty of people on both sides of the aisle involved but it is one primary party who wants to take your guns who wants to take away your first amendment right who wants to take away your fourth amendment right who wants to put transsexuals next to your kids in the bathroom who wants to tell you the teachers at your kids kindergarten how to explore their sexuality and perform uh 
sexual acts while in school. It's the left. It's the Democrats. So if I was a pastor, heaven forbid, because no one could take the truth, if I was a pastor, or if I was a lieutenant governor in a church, I would ask this very simple question. Raise your hand if you're a Democrat. Great. It's your fault this is happening. It's your vote. Your vote put the transgenders in here. Your vote took away all the gold medals from the girls and gave it to the boys. It was your vote that allowed the drugs in the school. It was your vote that has allowed the violence to continue to go on throughout our streets. It was your vote that kept Donald Trump from becoming a president. Twice. I don't care if you like him or not. He's better than Biden because it was your vote that took away over a million jobs from the Keystone Pipeline. It was your vote that got us into this war with Ukraine and and Russia so that men and women from America could die again for another rich man's war. It was your vote that's going to tear down the last pillars of this country. Your vote. Yours. It's the same people that vote like you that are at the World Economic Forum deciding how to to, uh, decapitate the last remaining stanches of goodness in this world and then, you know, put the heads of the last remaining godly men on on the pikes and to march them around in their squares saying, look at who we've conquered. It's your vote. So when bad things happen in this country and people start to bitch about how they're losing their cars, they're losing their lives, they're losing their family, we're being invaded, our economy means nothing now, I've lost my job, it's being given away to foreigners, it was your vote. Just remember that. I'll give it back to you, Dave. Well, it's... uh, (laughs) It's... uh, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. Um, you hit so many points. The um, the voting isn't going to matter much longer, and here's why I say that. I, I, I don't think the Democrats can cheat enough to win the next election. They might be able to, but I don't think so. And here's why I don't think there's going to be an election. One Pelosi said on Monday, and I saw the tape of this on Jesse Waters' show, she said, if the Republicans win the midterms, we're not abiding by the results because they'll destroy democracy. So she basically says your vote doesn't count. Then the second thing is that I found out, and I published this, 55 of the top Democrats, from the squad to Maxine Waters to all the extreme radicals, they haven't paid their campaign dues to the DCCC, which is the Democratic Party, you know, campaign contributions fund that they use to fund Democrats that are in tough races across the country with regard to Congress. And they're not eligible to receive these funds if they don't pay their dues. Well, why is it the top 50 aren't donating? Because why would you donate to something that it's not going to happen. You're just throwing away your money. And Nancy Pelosi basically said, we don't care what the election is, if there is an election, really. So I don't think there's going to be an election. That's number one. Number two, the enslavement will come as a result of war. I agree. And you said something earlier. You said conscription of our young people into a war run by the bankers, for the bankers, I agree. And actually, this is already covered. Uh, when Obama was president, Executive Order 13603 provides for a military draft under the Selective Service. That's what you're talking about. But there's an additional draft that's covered in that executive order, and it's for conscripts for slave labor. And in Section 502 of that order, it says that um, people of qualified backgrounds will be taken for their labor and they will not be paid. Yeah, so that, we're talking slave labor camps. That's the same thing that has happened in uh, Soviet Russia, Communist China, and Nazi Germany. Now, those same actions have also been reflected in Cuba, in Venezuela, in Colombia, Mexico in Chile, 
everywhere there has been a source of communism and a dictatorial power to an extent. And in Mexico, if you didn't know this, I'm not talking about the government. It was the cartels. Mm -hmm. The cartels force engineers. And I know this from a fact from working for DHS. And I have good friends of mine that were Border Patrol while we were working near the Tijuana border that were telling us about these incidents. They were kidnapping engineers, forcing them to work in the silver mines to help establish a better mine and, uh, you know, establish all the electrical infrastructure that goes into it. And then they would take the miners and the engineers, force them to figure out how to build a tunnel from Tijuana into California. And then by the time it was completed, they'd kill them and they'd leave them there in the tunnel. So you don't just have to worry about your government doing this. Here's a problem. You will create warlords when the dollar starts to drop. People are going to hoard substance. They're going to hoard things that actually have monetary value between cars, gas stations, parking lots. Uh, they're going to hoard things that, uh, and you may say parking lot. What does a parking lot have anything to do with it? Well, if you want to get to the grocery store, you have to use my parking lot. Okay? They will do anything that they can to establish dominance and value. And it'll be territorial. And a lot of times, you may think that there'd be a territorial battle in between these people. Most of the time, it's actually not going to be that way. Because it's very lucrative in order to, I guess you could say, assist one another. Now, those same tyrants, those same warlords, will be the people that will be given permission to subjugate you, to keep you silent, while their law enforcement the New World Order law enforcement. Not today's. Not guys like me. We're talking about people who are willfully going to use and abuse their powers given to them. Not by we the people anymore, but by the government. The government. The New World Order government. You know, this is what I used to, I used to laugh about this. Rodney King was a horrible version of a misuse of force. Horrible version, okay? George Floyd. That's a misuse of force, right? All this is happening while men who are be who are given power and authority to take away your rights and to if needly possible take away your life. That's happening now under what we would perceive to be as a constitutional-based government that still has laws and checks and balances, even though that's laughable now. (laughs) But that is the system that we live in. And even though the government may act in the most corrupt ways, most cops, for the most part, don't. There are plenty of bad ones, okay? Don't eat me up in the comments section. However, just wait till it's the New World Order and their police. Will their police, Dave, even be human at that point? Or will they be the cybernetic people with the Starlink and the the Tesla brain chip? And all they know is assimilate or die. See, what people don't understand that goes along with this technocracy is the element of the technology that will be forced upon you. Like the Mark of the Beast, you will not buy. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. I sell or trade lest you have the mark or you will be on the run. But you will also be subjugated, counterfeited. You will be given power based off of what they need you to do for a position, for a title. I can already see it now because if I was an evil person and I had this ability to do this, I wouldn't want free will. I wouldn't want free thinking people. I would want to be able to type in a series of commands on my keyboard 
and have it be put out to all my now cybernetic warriors go out and do what daddy says that's where we're heading though and people say well if you get the the tesla starlink magical chip in your brain it'll be able to cure ms it'll be able to make the the lame to walk listen that is called counterfeit counterfeit to what jesus did okay we will willfully put a put a chip in our brain but we won't lay hands and pray over each other <laughs> i know it's ironic um it's interesting you mentioned starlink though and you get into tesla i want to bring this out here ladies and gentlemen in fact i'm actually having this friendly mini debate with my friend sarah westall on this uh she doesn't trust elon musk and this is who we're referring to with the technology neither do i okay but i'm going to tell you why he's been thrown to our side temporarily and this is something that uh, Sarah and I talked about uh, by exchanges of messages yesterday and today. Elon Musk has been basically outed from the space program. Um, it's Bezos that's taking it over, and Musk is left out. And all of a sudden now, Musk is making all these videos that says, closed systems like digital means less freedom. And, you know, you saw that in the article that I wrote yesterday and published. Um, that came from Elon Musk. Now, he wouldn't have said that if he was in good stead with the with the Davos people at the World Economic Forum. He's done something to piss him off, and Bezos has taken his place. So right now, he's like a fake Tulsi Gabbard who's trying to pretend to be a conservative. He's not. But he's cast to the side of, we need free speech, so I'm going to buy Twitter and get back at you guys, and I'll be the majority majority shareholder. And he thought he was going to make some changes, and you notice they wouldn't even reinstate Trump, they wouldn't reinstate yep. Tucker Carlson, and he's the majority stockholder. Yep. So he is a man who is on the outs with the World Economic Forum. Now, eventually they're going to force him to capitulate. There's something he wouldn't do, and this is why they're after him. And I don't know what that something is, but right now he is speaking our language for freedom because he needs the sound of marching feet behind him. And I think he's trying to leverage us against the World Economic Forum, say, see, I'll get these people behind me and we'll stand up to you, so you better give me what I want. That's what I think the power play is being done right now. Don't trust Elon Musk. But what I'm also saying is right now, ride his train as long as he's talking our language of free speech. But yeah. I agree with you, Doug. I don't trust him either in the long term. Yeah, I don't. You know, here's the thing, and I've studied Elon Musk for a long time. He appears to be an egocentric, uh, introverted person with good intentions, with, I guess you could say, questionable technology. He's searching for AI. AI being more than likely the next. Uh, equivalent to nuclear wars i think you recently uh, were writing about that and you know even elon says hey you know ai artificial intelligence is more or less a demon in a machine and once we let it out once we let the genie out of the bottle there's no putting it back in so elon is kind of on this side of like let's try and figure out everything about it so that we can make sure that we control it because he also still playing devil's advocate wants to let it loose okay now here's the thing and as a christian let's just break this down and no offense to anyone who's listening who's not a christian i'm just going to give you my perspective of this is that as a christian even though you may kind of talk like a christian you may kind of walk like a christian even though you may kind of want to you know be buddy buddy with the idea of the church in terms of how we view family and free speech and our civil liberties, you still are not that. So I will not be yoked up with someone like Jeff Bezos, with someone like Elon Musk. And even though I like his technology, even though I do believe electronic vehicles is the future, it's going to wreck the economy and the world to get us to that part. Because it takes... What was it? It, it takes almost uh, three or four tons worth of material just to make a lithium battery for a car. And that's a lot of that's a lot of rock quarries. <laughs> Here's my thing: Elon Musk 
is part of this new ethnos and kingdoms that we hear about in Matthew 24. He has created his own technological kingdom. Bezos has his own technological kingdom. Branson, another man who's all about trying to get up into the stars, has created his own technological kingdom. It's no longer kingdoms based on blood and lineage. Kingdoms have advanced in more ways than one. We have kingdoms of technology, kingdoms of weaponry, kingdoms of cash, kingdoms of digital currency, kingdoms of child porn. That's the one that Hunter belongs to. These kingdoms are all combating one another right now. And you you actually said something very credible, that Elon's going to try and pull us to his side. Be wary of that. Be very wary of that. I would always tell people, these people who masquerade as your friend, these people who masquerade with this pretend patriotism, test the spirits, people. Make sure before you decide to yoke yourself up with their ideologies that you actually hear and seek out what it is that they fundamentally believe, not just what they tell you on Twitter so that you think it's funny and you get some likes and more people will buy Tesla stock. I understand the masquerading when it happens. I've been around these people. I understand it very well. I I understand very well how uh, politicians think. I worked for them for 10 years. Okay, so I would tell you this, even though I do to an extent like what Elon does, I don't trust a man who wants to put this global system of satellites up, even though I know that the Internet speed is going to be better. But that's a compromise. Okay, we're compromising what God meant for us to be as humans, and we are trading that comp uh, that I guess you could say. Uh, instinct that God has given us, that, that, that God mindset for technological, uh, appeasement now. You know, we are compromising for technology, but at the same time, we're like, oh man, look how much faster my internet is. Wow, you know, look, I can play video games on my phone. Wow, my, my truck can drive itself. While at the same time, these same people are the progenitors of the beast system. I'm going to keep saying that until people get it. Brain they cre- cancer, heart disease, they leukemia. Create- this is what they're going to get from their little 5G forays. Oh, it's not just that, though. It's not just that. Between the false prophet and the Antichrist, what will they be able to do? They will be able to perform miracles. Artificial miracles, I would like to say. Not miracles as that as the Lord Jesus did artificial miracles through technology the power to call down fire from the sky the power to heal well with the right brain chip oh look because they already say that God is in the technology and the technology is God because they claim there is no God of the universe they have created their own artificial God which is how they will give power to the beast they're going to create it. Do you know what you're now, describing? The Hunger Games Part 1. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they tell us within their own writings. They tell us within their own books what this direction is going to be. Now, look, we, we dub this as the intelligence report. Okay? Take this into consideration, this intelligence that we're giving you, so that a year from now, you're going to see things and you're going to go, oh, I remember when Doug and Dave were talking about this. I keep saying this because this is what's been put on my spirit. You are not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade unless you have the mark. They are creating the systems, the enterprise, the infrastructure worldwide for that. And they have said themselves at the World Economic Forum where these super evil diabolical people are at, they say that within a year or so, the entire world will be on with a digital currency. What about the cash? What about the coin? Now, governments can very quickly take these systems based off their own infrastructure because everything's electronic. And we already do most of our currencies electronically. So there's really no big change there. 
They just won't accept gold and silver. They won't accept cash. Or will they? Because I guarantee you they still will. But it comes down to the trickling effect of you. How are you going to be able to pay your taxes? How are you going to be able to go to the 7-Eleven? Hey, my, my credit card got ate up by my dog, but here, here's $50. Can I have, you know, can I have some gas? Oh, we don't take cash anymore because of the new law. Well, how do you get your gas now? But it's $50. It, it still means $50. Oh, I know it still means $50, but that's uh, our computer servers. We can't do that processing of monetary exchange anymore. Do you have this app? Why don't you quickly download this app? Why don't you quickly compromise? There's really nothing we can do about it. it. That is going to be the future. What you can do about it, spiritually, physically preparing for it, um, I don't know anyone who can save up that amount of gas for that long to be able to you know, not have to get upon this system. Eventually, it... Once again, we talk about compromises. It's a hard question. Yeah. And people will probably beat me up in the comments. I'm not saying to compromise. I'm saying this is a system that eventually you will be a part of. I want to add to your argument here. This is something I'm going to write about in the next day. Actually, two days. It's how they're going to steal your home from you. And owning your home outright means nothing they're still going to get you yeah and i recognize this very early on and i always catch things first time through on what they do but this was too obvious on one hand you've got blackrock which i have learned they control about 40 percent of the world's gdp through their subsidiary holdings and they have an ai that's out of control and uh, that's something i've discussed with a lot of people fink can't even control the ai right now and this is probably satanically inspired another discussion another time now what they're going to what they did with blackrock is they went in on their computer analysis and they overbid for massive real estate properties 20 to 50% over asking price and they actually priced out one third of all homeowners, potential homeowners. A third of the country that could afford it a home two years ago can no longer because of BlackRock, but they're not stopping there. What if what if you um, are in a situation where you've paid off your house? And this is one of the things I'm talking to my wife about right now. We think we're secure or did because we've paid off our house. Uh-uh, doesn't matter. Janet Yellen came along, and I picked up on this immediately, and I just think the Lord had a hand on me understanding this. She talked about something in the Senate called unrealized income, and she said, you know, there's all this value out there right now on appreciated homes, and and that uh, people aren't paying tax on it, yet their homes are worth so much more. Now, first of all, let me say this. If they drove up the prices with BlackRock's um, overbuying 20 to 50% over market. Okay, They drove it up. That means that the homeowners have to pay more property tax. So they didn't gain anything. That's just a lie. But she's saying, well, your home was worth 300000 Now it's worth 500000 Here's the unrealized income part of this, Doug. The way they're going to get existing homeowners is this. You have $200,000 of appreciated income. We're going to tax you at 43% of this. What American can afford $86,000 on next year's tax bill? So here's what they'll do. The bankers will send out a couple guys. They'll come up and knock on your door, and they'll say, yeah, we know you got a problem. We don't want you just to lose your home and go into foreclosure. So, And tell me they're not doing this right now with companies. Uh, we're going to take your mortgage from you. Well, of course, they'll underpay what the existing market is because you'll be underwater. And we'll let you live in it for six months after the sale. But then you got to leave. Hopefully you can find relatives to stay with or you'll be living in a tent under a bridge. And this is how they're going to destroy home ownership in this country. So when they say at the World Economic Forum, you will own nothing and be happy. This is how they're going to get our homes away from us. Um, this is absolutely incredible, but here, here's the problem. All they have to do is keep driving up home ownership and the appreciated value. So the, maybe you got 86000 the first year, maybe 5% of Americans could pay that. What about the next year when you got to come up with twenty or 30000 
and, and the income, the <laughs> your economic abilities have dried up. Where's that money going to come from? They're not going to well, take your gold at that time. Gold and silver will be good, but not immediately. So, yeah. Doug, what's your reaction to what I just told you? You know, years ago, we heard the rumors and speculation to make sure that you pay off everything, that you don't owe the government anything Mm -hmm. based off of certain presidential orders. They can take it if there's any, you know, owed income on it. Well, at this point, they're just changing the rules to go around it. Yes. So that's where I think, you know, if we don't protest properly, and I'm going to leave it like that. If we don't protest properly within this country, we're going to allow these people to legislate us into homelessness. Mm -hmm. And from there, hell. Now, a lot of this has to do with the economy, right? Currently, we have an economy. But do you know what quickly drains an economy, Dave? War. War quickly drains the economy. I still believe we're going to end up in a war with Ukraine and Russia, and that it will, it will have the impact of hurting the American banks, which will then be forced to take every bit of loans that you have that they gave you, liquidate those loans, which are your house, and from there, pay off their debts. Yeah. Now, that doesn't sound, uh, I guess you could say sounds a little unfeasible it's not because whenever the federal government gets into any type of bind they can liquidate everything on the stock market all your stocks all your Roth IRAs all your retirement social security they can stop VA payments like what I get they can stop they can take everything that the government hands out and take it back but then those payments will only be good for so long to pay back, and then they'll say, we owe you an IOU. Yeah, that's but true. But they don't, they don't have to pay it back. But the problem with that is this. The way around it's to be debt-free, and you just identified that. Okay, so let's take, I don't mind sharing this. We have zero credit card balances the every month. We've done that for as long as we've been married, long time. And uh, we put a priority on paying off our house. We pay cash for cars, or we don't buy them. Right. And we have delayed purchases because of this. We do not do debt. But here's the one thing I can't cover. I can't cover increased property taxes in a declining economy, and I can't cover Janet Yellen's unrealized income appreciation tax that I know is coming. Yep. Yep. Nobody. You see, the people say, what hill are you going to die on? Doug, I'm telling you right now, they're going to force us into into resistance. Yes. They are. They are going to force us. I always look for the political solution. You know that about me. I don't ever advocate for violence. But you're taking my home. You're taking my food. You're you're conscripting our kids for your BS wars. There's a time when a man has to stand up and say, that's enough. Oh, no. They're also going to legalize their way to be able to date your child. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you know what they'll do, too? And I I had a dream about this, and then I realized, gee, I saw this in a movie. In the old movie Rollerball from 1975, uh, the star of the movie, the athletic player in the Rollerball, James Caan, he'd had his wife taken from him before Uh the movie started by someone of higher authority. You won't even be able to protect your spouse to stay with you. They can grab your spouse. They'll grab your kids. They'll turn them into child sex slaves if they want. That's what's coming. This is exactly what's coming. Because, let me tell you, if they're teaching five-year-olds how to give oral sex and anal sex and how to masturbate, what won't they do? These are what... These are the symptoms of warlords from around the world. Whoever has the most power and the most guns and the most people carrying those guns, well, they get to dictate authority. See, here's the problem. Americans have the most guns. The government doesn't. But we don't realize that yet. We won't realize that until we get into the second civil war. And from there, that's when the bricks of the White House will be torn down one at a time. Because the only thing that's going to be left standing are those who stood up and resisted and fought. That's it. 
And that's just the beginning of what the next beast system comes. We're going to see kingdom versus kingdom. We're going to see ethnos versus ethnos. World war. And I'm not talking about just Biden saying he wants to go to war in Ukraine against Russia. That's what he's saying right now. If I got to go to war, I'm going with you guys as he jokes about World War Three. We're talking about everybody at war. Putin said it last year. A war for everyone. Everyone will be involved in a conflict. Everything will become a war. And this is the most important part about this. We don't know how long the war lasts. We know that all wars are bloody. But immediately after that, it's going to come a great time of peace from one man who's going to appear out of nowhere. Here we go. This this is what we're leading to. Now, yeah, look. I know. I, I'm just saying to be cautious, to be careful, to read your Bible, to stay prepped, stay healthy. And, and you know, just, just make smart decisions right now about what you're doing because your government is making every decision out there besides smart. So be smart for yourself. I, you know, I know you're right. I know you're right. We started off today talking about the old world order versus the new world order. That'll be the basis for the war. But also what people need to realize is that when wars start, I learned this from my parents. They were young adults in World War II. And the restrictions on civil liberties, you had to have stamps to Mm -hmm. buy gas, to buy uh, shoes, to buy clothes. It was incredible, the restrictions put on people, because everything went for the war effort. And that would be a wonderful excuse to start to strip us of everything we own. That, that, I think you're on to something about the war, and the war will be protracted. I totally agree with you. It'll be protracted to rob resources of people. What they're doing also, I want to point this out before we have to close. These people are using climate change. we got to talk about that in our next deal. But uh, in climate change, they have these thousand corporations lined up. And the reason they're going along with all the woke BS and everything else is because they'll be controlling energy and they'll survive what's being imposed on average man. And average man will have nothing and be happy. And this is they're going to use climate change to take away your energy, take away your travel, take away your transportation of all types. That's what's coming. Doug, we just got a a minute or two left here. Tell people about your show. They can follow your show individually, American Vindicta. So the American Vindicta show is on gsradio.net. It's also on KYH Radio, 5.50 a.m. between 4 and 5 p.m. Mountain Time. And we're also on Rumble and YouTube. I'm also writing blogs now, so you get to peek a little bit into my mind. And currently I'm on a uh, really cool path of a UFO story, so check me out. Where are you posting your blogs at? It's just right there on my website. Oh, so okay, that, okay. It's something the American Vindicta Show dot com. Is that right? Yep, yep. You okay. can go to the blogs and you can see some of the writings on there. Well, I'm gonna have to pick some of those up here on the Common Sense Show. Um, oh, I don't know. Some people may cry. Some people may cry about it. <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, why? Let me tell you why. I'm the purveyor. I don't, I don't get friendship pay, and I don't care about people's feelings. I'm gonna tell the truth, regardless of whether you like it or not. Yeah, well, that's why we do this. Right. Um, I, I, I'm I'm beyond saying i got to have an income from this. We're way beyond that because soon all of our incomes are going to be stripped away from us, and people don't realize that. If the average person knew what I knew, we would encircle Washington, D.C. and arrest every one of these bastards. I agree. And start over, and you would have 50 million armed Americans in D.C., yep. and the military would stand down. Am I not right, Doug? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad right now. No, they would definitely stand down. And I um, and I don't advocate for violence, but look at the Founding Fathers. We're way beyond anything that was done to them to motivate them to stand up. Way beyond it. Listen, the British were never talking about taking colonial children and using them in sex trafficking. They were never talking about doing that. Absolutely insane. Doug, my friend, we are out of time. Thanks so much for joining us. I'll be in touch as the saga continues. All right, Dave, thank you. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.